0: Bad boy. That's just gross.
1: On Mike Jane <laughs> oh, <my> really.
0: <laughs> Good point. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how people do it, Mike. How do you get like what? eight eight movies in a day,
0: dude? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe on a weekend I could skim that or like. Day off, but I don't know these people. I've seen, I'm seeing them do like five, six, seven, eight movies in a day. It's like I, I, I just don't get it,
1: dude. I had today off, I did like three movies, and I'm like, oh, that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's a solid day. You know, Val I know and I were, the shit, I had to do. You know, Val and I were going to do that 24 hour horror movie thing, and I'll get into why we didn't. But like Uh-oh. that was an event. You know what I mean? Like. And that was like seven movies over 24 hours. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe I got to start watching movies and fast forward. Does that
0: count? A guy I work with uh, listens to podcasts at twice the speed.
1: I spend so much time making my voice sound so deep and sultry. We notice. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad someone notices. Oh fuck! Holy crap! Let's get started. How about okay. that? Shane, you all set over there? I am, yeah. Okay, good. I haven't heard much from you. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, I just gone for a
0: piss. All right. You can't. You can't piss at your house. You have to go out for a piss.
1: I've got the
2: front oh. room for
1: a piss. Out the window, baby. No, just to the bathroom. No. And then out the window. <laughs> That's the shit, Mike. <laughs> they call that uh, pinching a loo. Pinching a loo over
0: the in the UK. Man, I was That's on the go shitter. Out the I was on the shitter like all day today. I get, I have really bad anxiety, so like when I'm stressing out or if I have a panic attack, the following day is when my stomach is like, hey. Everything you ate yesterday is going to come out right now, and
1: <laughs> I that happen- it
0: was ten minutes ago. yeah, that happened to me today, and it felt like I had to bend over. I was in pain, and then I went downstairs at work and I just shit all over the bowl, oh no, yeah, on top of it under it, oh God, I oh, took, I took off the caulking on the toilet and I shit in there as well. <laughs> god
1: that's that's just angry <laughs>
0: it's unnecessary
1: but
2: <laughs> i mean explosion
1: Yeah. oh fuck all right welcome to all you need is blood <laughs> we're back yeah, oh yeah we're back we're back and ready to rock Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Episode number 77, fellas.
0: Damn.
1: We're getting up there. Someday I'll we'll have to do a. All- we don't, we're don't. we going to have to pay attention to when that 100 swings around and actually do something for it. That's going to be in like six years at our age. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. All right, I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me is my co-host, Michael Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we doing aside from our anal evacuations?
0: I'm all right. Not bad.
1: All right, good. So, for anyone joining us uh, to listen to this nonsense, uh, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to movies, music, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. If you want to reach us on Gmail, it's all you BloodPod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. The Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And various other podcasting things. Just hit like, subscribe, and rate because rating apparently does something. Smash that uh, that like button. Smash those stars, baby. <laughs> That's what we need. So, fellas, it's been a little bit since I uh, talked to you guys. What's going on recently? Anything good you've been getting into, Shane? Um,
2: not really. Uh. I've been traveling a little bit over the last
1: few weeks. Yeah, you just had a big trip, right? Yeah, I went,
2: I went and visited Ed in Chester. Um, and that was completely insane and incredibly fun. Um, three days, um, including a six-hour train journey where I didn't stab anyone in the face. Um Getting across London on the Tube is not my favourite thing to do in the entire world. And um, people were very lucky that I didn't stab them in the face because I, as Mike does, I suffer from quite bad anxiety and getting on the Tube in the middle of London on a very, very, very busy day is kind of stressful. But um, multiple changeovers um, and multiple trains, I eventually got to Chester at six at 545 pm on it um, was a week ago Thursday and then I got home Saturday evening um incredibly tired but also exhilarated so much that I didn't actually get to sleep until five in the morning um, uh-huh. and at that point I I mean from the time I left mine until the time I got to eds I'd been awake for 24 hours. So, um, yeah, not a lot of sleep, but had a hell of a lot of fun. Spent a lot of the time in the pub, funnily enough. Um, where well, I didn't drink and watched lots of people get hideously shit-faced.
1: Nice. Now, did Ed play?
2: Yes, he did. Um, I did uh, actually share a couple of the videos from that performance um, on my Facebook, and he was awesome. So, that was cool. Um, then... I went and visited my friend Darren in Bury St. Edmunds last week as well. Um, that was an interesting day trip, especially when um, I was due to get off the train and the train doors didn't open. So I got stuck on the train for an extra 45 minutes trying <laughs> to figure out how the fuck I was going to get to Bury St. Edmunds. Um, and it was very funny because there were several people on that train who were like, Well, I have to be at work in 10 minutes. Um, you're not going to get there, love. So, yeah, Um, other than that, I've been spending more money on vinyl. It's your fault, Mike, as always. Um, I did pick up, I picked up the Stranger Things Season 3 score. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was so loud.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On um, Double neon pink vinyl. That's cool. Yeah, um... Yeah, all right. What? What come I say hello then?
1: Hmm?
2: Yeah, Ziggy's in the house, by the way. Um,
1: yeah, great. Ziggy sends his best.
2: Yes, he does. He's being a dick tonight. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah. Whatever. Shut up. Um... Jesus I'm gonna Give that him. kitty a pet. He's had plenty of fucking pets. Um <clears throat> yeah. Um I'm planning I'm going to see the Joker on Thursday. Shut up <laughs>
0: it's getting louder. why is it getting so loud? <laughs> Do you know what, right? I'm just
2: gonna let Ziggy speak because you know let me get a fucking word in edgeways the little shit.
1: Jesus <laughs> Man. You do What a class act. Oh for fuck's sake. Right. I can't stop listening to this. I'm gonna have to move on because I'll just sit here yeah, in right. silence until I hear from the cat again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Mike, what do you what do you got going on? Well um it's been a very rough like week or two. Um Like, I was supposed to do that 24-hour horror movie thing with Val last weekend, I think it was, but that Wednesday before, uh, she got bit by a dog on her cheek. Oh, shit. So much that her cheek was on the ground. Ah! Uh, So she had to go through plastic surgery, and she was in the hospital for, like, two days, and... Before the plastic surgery, she's like, oh, yeah, we're still going to go. And she's holding the gauze up to her fucking face. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, all right, if it takes your mind off of it. But then afterwards, she's on all these, like, medication and everything. She's just tired. And it was just a fucking disaster. So then um, the next day, when she got back the next day, her grandma has a stroke. Oh, Yeah. And then um, so I was back at the hospital the following day with her. And then, all of a sudden, my internet went out, and that was out for like a week, because Comcast is garbage. And the tech that they brought out here to my apartment didn't know what my router was, because I guess, in his mind, the only routers that exist belong in a modem that has Comcast on the side of it. Mm -hmm. So, he pointed at the... My router, and he's like, is "That box with the uh, the antennas on, is is that ours or yours?" And I'm like, "It's mine, dude." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he fucked up, and then they had to bring another tech out here like two or three days later, and yeah, it was just a disaster. So fucking Comcast. Yeah, I know, man. It just sucks. It's like my cousin works for Comcast, and I had him look. I'm like, "Is this an area issue or is it just me?" And he fucking uh, vomited out all this lingo that I have no idea. He's like, yeah, there's a problem with the Uplink SNR or SNK, and it's an area-wide issue. I'm like, okay. So with all that going on, I've just been trying to play Borderlands 3 as, as much as I can. But, uh, yeah, man, I've just been been working, going to school. I'm going to Cedar Point at the end of uh, October with Val and my cousin, and Ooh. Yeah, we're taking like four days. It's my first vacation in like over a year. So starting at a new job, you know, it's like, oh, by the way, you now only have one week of vacation again. So it's like I have to make it worthwhile. Yeah, so that that, that really sucks. That's why I might, when I went from one job to
1: another, they were like, oh, what are your stipulations? I'm like, the pay, listen, not a big deal. I'm not, I don't care too much about that. I'm like... <laughs> give me my fucking three weeks yeah that's it <laughs> right butter uh,
0: so like right. <laughs> huh? she's on my side yeah so you know it's just uh I, at ups i had about three weeks three four weeks and then all of a sudden going to one it just sucks I like travel like to go to bears games you know oh, sure. we like to go on road trips and shit so but uh other than that um a lot of good metals come out recently if you're in a metal, so we should be listening. Oh, hit me up, Mike. I need some new stuff here. The uh, new Toxic Holocaust is really good. It's a black metal, thrash metal band, but they kind of dropped the black metal aspect of it. Um, Infant Annihilator has... <laughs> Oh, that's
1: fantastic.
0: They've got a new one out, and they're usually they're usually this deathcore band. And I'm not a huge fan of deathcore because it's, like, breakdown heavy and a lot of, like, gutturals and just not a lot of shit that I enjoy. But for some reason, I like that band. But their new album, it's called, like, The Battle of Yagobah or Yagobath or something, it has more death metal influences to it. So it's, mm-hmm. they really dialed down on the death core and added more death metal. It's fucking awesome. Um, Exhumed has a new album out called uh, Horror or something like that. But that's really good, too. And I'm um, trying to think of one more, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, so uh, yeah, listen to uh, listen to those. I'm going to look up Infant Annihilator. You should. See it like I think song. I think, and I'm not making this up. I think their first song on there is called "Child Chewer." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
0: and then I've, oh, been, I've been trying to do my 365 days of horror. Still, I'm on like I realized this that I watched the new Child's Play. That was my hundredth movie, and I looked at Val. I'm like, you know what sucks? I'm like, uh. this was my hundredth movie, and she goes, "Oh." <laughs> But yeah,
1: uh, How you doing for October? Are you doing the 31 Days of Horror? Yeah. I mean You kind of are because you're doing a 365, right? Yeah,
0: but uh, I think I'm at, let's see, it's the 7th. I think I'm at 9 or 10 movies. Okay. So it's like, you know, it's I'm trying to do one or two a day. I'm trying to get in like one more per day <laughs> because it's October. But even yeah, that's right. like almost impossible. I get home at 5, you know, I want to chill out, not immediately just start watching movies because I will fall asleep. Dude, I, I know how it is. I'm in the same boat. So,
1: cool. Let's see. Uh, what have I been doing recently? Uh, 31 Days of Horror, obviously, started in October, so I've been going through that. Um, my, usually, I'll come up with like a list of, like, oh, Mondays will be this and Wednesdays will be that and blah, blah, blah. I didn't really do any of that. I'm just trying to <clears> plow <throat> through a bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays
0: I have not watched. Yeah, see, that's what I'm doing, too. I just bought um two giant, uh, I think they're called Billy bookshelves from Ikea. They're only, like, mm-hmm. 100 bucks a piece, but, like, mm-hmm. they're huge, so all my movies were stacked in my closet, like, stacked yep. away, and now I actually have them, you know, all, like, all my physical media on a fucking bookshelf, like they're supposed to be. So I've, that's what I'm doing, too, for my 31 days. I'm just going through only physical, like, DVDs and Blu-rays, so.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of good, because there's some on there that I've been, like, really avoiding, like, oh, <laughs> why did I buy this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think I want to watch it, but, like, if I (laughs) really force myself and watch it, I'm like, okay, it wasn't that bad, or, you know, something that I was, like, I picked up because it was a good deal, and then I realized the error of my ways, but, no, it's been pretty good so far, I've been having fun with it, I do want to check out some of the newer horror movies, but I just don't have, like, a ton of time, I did watch one new movie, um, this week, which is Doom Annihilation. I'm sorry. How shit was it? <sighs> okay, so I got a lot of conflicted <laughs> feelings about this. I really don't know if it's worse than the than the one with the rock. Really?
0: Uh, Peanut, shut up.
2: All we need now is Mike's cats to chime in, and then we I'm surprised she's right?
0: not. She was bugging me when I got home, but I am actually <laughs> eating peanuts here. So. Okay. Good. I've got
1: four animals in this fucking room, and only one of them's losing their shit, so <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so Doom Annihilation. Yeah, I it I don't know if it's worse than the other one. It it's more it has more of a Doom storyline, like there's demons in hell, and you're like, okay, that's good. But the acting is so fucking bad and Like there's just so much shitty dialogue and nonsense going on like this one dude is fighting a zombie and he looks at the zombie and goes yo man i'm
0: your ultra nightmare and then like shoots him i'm like
1: oh god damn it
0: so there's zombies in this it's not demons
1: oh well you know there's the they the the workers that are at the uac facility get turned into like you know whatever zombie demons i don't know what you call you know they're possessed or something Yeah, but that, but eventually demons come through and you get like the imps and a couple other things and like, okay, that's all right. The makeup effects aren't great. There is one scene and I'm going to spoil this because the movie's really bad. Who really gives a shit? I don't, I don't really care. The main character goes into hell and I was like, okay, this is fucking cool. Like, this is a good idea. I want to see this and hell is not bad. It's all CGI, obviously. But it looks okay. <laughs>
0: Hell's There's not a... too bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Looking at it, I was like, "Wow, I'm, I'm kind of impressed." Like, I wish the whole fucking movie was like focused on that, but it was a real short segment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably give it like a four or a five. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, and I don't know which is worse. The other, the other one had better acting. Yeah, the right. worst story. I tried the other one had a better soundtrack i'll give it that too what they should have done they should have used the fucking doom 2016 soundtrack it would have completely worked in this movie and they didn't but i don't know either i looking at reviews mike oh my god this it's the most obnoxious shit ever so they they made the main character a woman okay oh
0: of course it's so and, there's and, gonna be all a bunch of that kind of shit huh
1: Every review is like, this is feminist doom and blah, blah, blah. Literally, she doesn't even mention anything. It's just other than she's a woman. They're like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm like, okay, (laughs) that's not why the movie's bad. Don't get me wrong. That's not why it's bad. (laughs) It's bad for so many other reasons. So, I don't know. I don't recommend it. Even if you're, like, into doom, not worth it. Okay. But. So yeah, that's what we got so far. We also had a pretty big loss to the horror community, fellas, since we last recorded. Sid Haig had passed away. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, no so good. So I thought
1: we'd go over go over a couple of the things that Sid had been in. Um, I, He's like a legend in the horror and exploitation community. And a lot of it is honestly because of his convention stuff. Did you have a chance to meet him, Mike, at conventions? Uh, no, I've never met Sid Haig. Oh, it's a loss, man. He's He's just hilarious because he'll, he'll tell like if you ask him a question about anything he'll tell you and he'll give you like an honest answer Yeah, will be like oh that guy's a piece about, of when shit
0: when you said, said you asked him about Death House and his <laughs> response that made me sort busting out laughing
1: <laughs> yeah you know, that was before Death House came out and I was like oh so Sid I know you're in Death House How, how's that coming and his response was that movie is a piece of shit and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's one of my favorite fucking things. Anyway, no celebrity has ever gotten me to laugh that hard in my life. So, um, let's see. What do we got here? Yeah, so he was born in 1939, died this year at the age of 80, and uh, started out, he was doing like a little bit of TV roles and stuff when he was really young. He was actually in the old Batman TV show as King Tut's apothecary. Which, for all the dum-dums in the audience who don't know and have to ask their girlfriend, that's a pharmacist. Which is what I did. And I'm like, what's this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he had a bunch of, like, bit parts and stuff. His first sort of, I guess you'd call it a bigger role, was in 1967, Spider-Baby, directed by Jack Hill, uh, who came out of Roger Corman's School of Filmmaking. Uh, It starred Lon Chaney Jr. in one of his later roles, and Sid played a member of a family that had, like, it was, like, I I guess, like, an inherited genetic disease or something. They lived in an old dilapidated mansion where Lon Chaney takes care of them, and, like, an evil banker wants to kick them out, and then, you know, chaos ensues from all these, like, psycho kids. Um... Sid is really good in this movie, but honestly the real star is Lon Chaney. It's one of my favorite Lon Chaney movies, but Sid is fucking awesome in it. He plays, you know, like I said, one of the one of the kids that lives in the place. And it's it's so fucking awesome. I actually I, I had did have a chance to ask Sid about this movie once, um, and about working with Lon Chaney. And he said that actually him and Lon Chaney they were really good friends and that Lon Chaney monitor, like uh, mentored him. Um, you know, as he was sort of coming up in the film industry, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool, like, you don't, you know, you think about, like, oh, the Wolfman is, like, helping out Captain Spaulding as he's coming up.
0: Yeah, that's like kind
1: that's... of stuff interests me, like,
0: because I know, I think Jack Nicholson was in a movie with Boris Karloff, like, mm-hmm. back in his 60s, and it's like, that's so weird to me, that I could watch Jack Nicholson, and he actually worked with Frankenstein's monster, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so long ago, I can't even fathom it
1: yep yeah that was the terror
0: yeah 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 is that what it is yeah i think so
1: <laughs> that's another roger corman uh is little, it a little movie yeah i didn't know that yeah corman was making that and they he let jack nicholson direct it he was like go ahead you could direct it <laughs> <laughs> and actually jack hill directed scenes for that movie too oh wow that's awesome yeah so let's see. After that, Sid went on and did a bunch of other things. Uh, sort of the next big thing he did, he was in THX 1138, which is George Lucas's uh, first big movie before Star Wars. Um, he played one of the, the letter people. I don't know. I've watched a movie one time in college. It was like, I hate this. <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> I don't really remember a minute. <laughs> Hang on a second. I got to yell at a dog.
0: Yeah, no problem. Odie, hey, get out of there. Do
1: not touch that. Come here. Sorry, he was going after my shoes. (laughs) No problem. I know, you gotta be locked in here, buddy. Why don't you go lay down? I gave the dogs a bath for the first time by myself today. How'd that go? I was sweating at the end of it. Like, you spend half the time holding them, and the other half the time you're scrubbing them, and I'm like oh, I guess I actually have to, like, wash all the parts of this dog, and I don't know where I'm supposed to wash and not supposed to wash. Like, I imagine you don't put soap in their eyes, right? But, like, do you do
0: their muzzle? Do you do their genitals? I don't know. Do the genitals anyway. It's a (laughs) win-win. He seemed
1: pretty happy about it. (laughs) I didn't hear any complaints. Oh, oh, Jesus. He's got a pair of underwear. (laughs) Put that down. Oh,
0: here come the cops. That's I live in Chicago. What do you expect?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the sounds of our environments. Shane's got the cat screaming. I got dogs stealing underwear. <laughs> Mike's got the cops in the background.
0: We'll just say oh, it's an ambulance.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, so let's get back to Sid here for a second. One of the big things that Sid used to do was a lot of the 70s exploitation and black exploitation movies, uh, especially the Pam Greer classics like Foxy Brown and Coffee. Uh, he always played the bad guy in those movies. So what was pretty cool was later on in his career when um, when Tarantino did um, Jackie Brown, he had Sid come on and play like the judge that sentences Jackie Brown Jackie Brown to punishment and i'm like oh that's pretty cool that's like a little inside thing like if you watched all those old movies you'd sort of pick up oh, that's the same guy from back then who was always the bad guy that was like you know wrecking with Pam Greer's whatever she was doing at the time um he was also in galaxy of terror right, which we have to do a movie fellas or we have to do a a podcast on like um like sci-fi terrible horror or something like that like alien
0: rip-offs because oh, I'm there's down. so many Oh, they're so good. As There's you, so many. As you just saw, The Terror Within. Like, Terror Within. Um, yes. Yeah. Another movie that I watched recently it had Brian Cranston in it. I think you commented on it. It was from the early 90s. Hold on. Brian, oh, Oh, it was Dead Space. Yeah, it was. I don't know how I forgot that name. But, yeah, it was Dead Space. Like, that, I feel like. That is a terror within knockoff, and so it's like a knockoff <laughs> of a knockoff. And... What is it? There's got so many great ones. There's Creature. There's Forbidden World
1: or Forb- Forbidden Planet, whatever it's called. Um, I don't know. There's probably more. I just can't think of them. But I love those shitty movies. But that that's Galaxy of Terror is
0: hilarious. Oh, that's great. It's got ro- I talked got to Robert, Robert England, England in about it. it. I brought Did you? Yeah, I brought it up. I, I, you know, I was like, at the time, I was very starstruck. And he told yeah. me like a story about Galaxy of Terror, and I did have no clue what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because we waited in line for him for like five or six hours, and he was the nicest fucking guy. He was like telling everybody whatever they wanted to hear, and he was such a nice dude. And I was like, yeah, Galaxy of Terror. He's like, I actually, I, the only thing I remember is him saying, I actually have a good story about that, and then it just died. Oh no. <laughs> I know.
1: holy shit happens to the best of us yeah yeah what are you gonna do you lock up and then you lose it
2: (laughs) yeah i i did that um completely different um subject obviously it was this one's music but i did that funnily enough when i met jemmy jordanson from
0: slipknot no that's a that's uh justified
2: yeah well he's he's a midget as well he's shorter than you ryan and that's and that's kind of saying
0: that's impossible. Wow, you're going to let yeah. him talk to you like that, Ryan?
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it, it's tough to be amongst a uh, towering height of podcast giants like you guys. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm what like a five seven. Yeah, I'm
0: five
2: seven. <laughs> I thought Mike was taller than both of us. So I'm only five nine.
0: Oh, you're taller than me then. Ah, well, so Shane's he- the biggest.
1: So you're midgets. Hey! <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, Sid Hagen had sort of a, a resurgence in his career later in life, um, mostly because of the, uh, the Rob Zombie movies. Everyone knows House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, pretty much every Rob Zombie movie after that. He always has a little part in it. Um, we've talked about those before. Captain Spaulding is legendary, and it, I, I believe that he's the best part of House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, the other movies, I think, you know, give or take. I still haven't seen the, the third one. Did you guys get a chance to catch that yet? I haven't
0: watched it yet. I'm going to torrent it soon.
1: Okay, good.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was in a really bad Night of the Living Dead remake oh, slash reimagining. I forgot
0: about that. Night of the Living Dead 3D? Yes. That's fucking horrible. It's so bad.
1: Really, really bad. Especially if you tried to watch it in 3D. Like, I was one of those guys that bought the DVD, and it came with those, like, glasses.
0: That's kind of neat, though.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't 3D, like, when you go to the movie theater, and they're, like, the clear glasses that, you know, whatever they do on the projector, I don't know how it works. Uh, these are, like, just literally red on one side and a blue on the other, like, <laughs> back in the 70s, and it sucks so bad. <laughs> perfect yeah so that was not that was not good um bunch of other ones uh bone tomahawk actually shane which everyone list- if anyone listened to our pilot episode <clears throat> which i assume you did of course because why wouldn't you that was the first movie we talked about it wasn't
0: was i wasn't on there for that
1: no you weren't no we never we never heard of you then <laughs>
2: Yeah, the yeah, the reason why people whether people listen to that, I think it's because we tell people not to listen to those podcasts.
1: Yeah, right. Oh yeah, don't listen to that one. <laughs> it sound it sounds really bad. We should probably do Bone Tomahawk again I because will. it's such a good I movie. I fucking
0: love Bone Tomahawk.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll do that again. We'll have to we'll have to revisit it like we do our Friday the 13th snow. Oh,
2: slow, <laughs> <to those>, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and of course, Sid was in Death House. Uh, there's a few other movies um, that have co- that are coming out that he's already filmed. He had already filmed scenes before he passed, so we'll be seeing a little more from Sid for the next few months or so. But yeah, it's a big loss, man. He was a great guy, real funny to talk to, and just a real genuine guy. He would always go to the Scares the Care convention, and he always donated a large portion of what he got in back to the charity. And I, th- I got a lot of respect for somebody that does that, you know? Oh, yeah. Especially being so cool with all the people that come in to see him. <clears throat> just, uh, just a big loss, you know? It sucks. So, go
0: out and watch some Sid Haig movies. I recommend Spider Baby. It's awesome. I haven't seen too many of his movies. Like, I've seen, you know, Galaxy of Terror and, obviously, The House of the Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, but... It's, like, I'm not a big exploitation guy, and so I gotta go out there and actually, like, dig some stuff up.
1: Give, like, I, okay, what really got me into those types of movies was actually Coffee. It's a Pam Greer movie. Sid Haig is in it. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, gore. It's ridiculous. You're like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? There's drugs. There's nudity. It's got everything.
0: You got me. I'm, I'll am i watch it soon.
1: Yeah, Coffee's great. <laughs> Foxy Brown, of course, is, you know, that's that's, like, her big one, so... I just saw that in a movie theater uh, a couple months ago, and that was was fun to watch. So, fellas, we've gotten our Sid Haig tribute through. Uh, What do we got to talk about now?
0: Uh, That's it. We're done. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Shouldest podcast in history.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck. No, I hope not. All right, so... We discussed doing this. I don't even know what we called it, um, where we do sort of like a, uh, like our Halloween episode, we do some sort of mashup where we compare two different versions of like sort of a horror icon, I guess you'd call it.
0: Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Cause last year we were going to do uh, like um, comparing say Bela Lugosi, Dracula to Christopher Lee, Dracula, you know? Right. So like just kind of a comparison of different portrayals of famous yep. horror icons throughout the years. And that never happened because we're lazy. So now... <laughs> That's a
1: great idea. When we, we were do discussing
0: our big Halloween episode for this week, and, of course, we were discussing this, like, a few days ago because so all the preparation. So uh, I was like, hey, we should do that again. And then you guys were like, cool. And
1: I'm like, all right. All right. So here we are. <laughs> I think we should call it The Monster Mash.
0: Ooh, that's a good one because we're we're mashing up the uh, the the monsters.
1: There you go, baby. <laughs> I've been thinking ahead on this one. That's what I titled my uh,
0: my notes here. That's why you took oh, the, the gonna... day off today. You had to think of the that's, name.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I finally got something accomplished. Besides touching my dog's penis, <laughs> I really
0: hope that they listen to the beginning <laughs> part of this episode. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan, the Puppy Fondler. They're like, what? Oh,
1: God. (laughs) All right, who wants to start on their choice here?
0: Doesn't matter. Pick somebody. Shane. All
2: right, then. Well, since we're talking about Universal versus Hammer Horror, and we've already covered um, Bella Lugosi's Dead Dracula, I'm actually going to choose. Obviously, I'm going to choose Dracula, but I'm going to go with Lone Chaney's. House of Dracula. Ooh. which is completely something completely <laughs> different because I watched it last night and I realized, you know, this movie is actually quite awful.
0: Um, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Val yesterday and I'm like, I bet you no matter what Shane picks, he's going to talk about 30 days a night somehow. <laughs> I'm fucking not. I'm <laughs> you? <laughs> it always comes back to 30 days a night with you somehow. Yeah, but I fucking <laughs> love that movie anyway.
2: Um, but yeah, um, Long Chaney's in House of Dracula, the old hammer, um, the old hammer movie from 19, well, hang on a minute.
1: Shane did not bring up IMDB before he started this. (laughs) This is what we're learning.
2: I did. I just forgot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, it's got, um. Onslow Oslo, Oslo Stevens, John Carradine, and Lon Chaney. It's basically, Count Dracula and Wolfman seek cures for their afflictions? A hunchback woman, a mad scientist, and Frankenstein's master have their own troubles. So it sounds kind of like an episode of Jeremy Kyle or Sally Jesse Raphael, but in the 1940s. Um, basically, Dracula turns up, played by Lon Chaney Jr., um, at this doctor's house, seeking a cure to his issue. And so they start he starts a blood transfusion, and the doctor in question is also trying to bring back Frankenstein's creation.
1: Uh, is this the one? Sorry to interrupt. Is this the one where the monster is frozen in ice? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. I know which one it is.
2: Yeah. So basically, he's trying to bring him back, and um, Dracula is going around um, half-heartedly trying to seduce everybody and. Trying to drain their blood, um, and he somehow manages to transfuse some of his blood into the doctor, therefore turning the doctor into some kind of. I don't, uh, you can't even call him a vampire, really, because he doesn't drink blood and he has no—he casts no reflection. Um, but he kills, manages to kill Dracula, by opening up his coffin in direct sunlight, and he just disappears. And then, unbeknownst to him, he starts transforming himself. So, he goes slightly mental, um, tries to kill a couple of people, um, brings back Frankenstein, and then the villagers start uh, all clambering together in, um, in anguish and anger, because some of their fellow villagers have gone missing and all this kind of shit. And then in a nutshell, it kind of ends because you've got um, the three monsters just running a walk and not really doing a great deal to be quite honest um, I mean this, I watched this last night, it's, it's obviously been a very very long time since I've watched this and I watched it and I can understand why it only got a 5. 5.8 5. on IMDb um, personally, I would have given it a three.
1: Oh wow, um, I like it. this movie a lot, actually. Well, yeah, I like this one too. Yeah, I just didn't.
2: I just didn't rate it. I was just like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Um, and I think, I mean, it's a it, it's sixty seven minutes. It's um.
1: Oh, you're in and out, man. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, sixty seven <laughs> minutes.
1: You know how long Doom was? I don't know, but too long.
2: Yeah, 67 minutes of my time, I will never get back. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's... I guess for a film that was made in 1945, it's actually not that bad. But not to have Bela Lugosi in this was kind of... kind of a a shocker, really. Because at that time, Bela Lugosi was Dracula. There was no one else who played him better in my opinion, but, um, there, it was just, uh, the nurses, the nurses in the, in the house, one with the really bad hunchback who she sits up straight. She looks fine. And then she gets up and she starts hunched. She's walking hunched over. And, you know, he says you, and the doctor says, you'll be the first to benefit from these trials. And she's like, yeah, nice. And, <laughs> you know, then she gets thrown about like a rag doll later on. but. Nah, not my not my thing personally. Um,
1: you, you didn't appreciate the crossover, wasn't this the movie that started the sort of universal universe that they're all in the same, like they're all in the same movie? I think so.
2: No, I didn't. There are better movies than this.
1: Low mansion, yeah. This was the start of the Universal Monster Verse, whatever you want to call it. The precursor to the the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the similarities. Yeah, that's pretty close. There was one cool fight scene where the wolfman jumps up and lands on the
0: uh, Frankenstein's monster. That's pretty good. I don't remember that. I, I don't, wow. like, I didn't remember this movie until Shane started talking about it, but apparently I gave it an 8 out of 10. Wow. You loved it. I did. I got to watch it again. I think last nope. year for my 365 days of horror, I was doing like all the Frankenstein monster and Dracula movies of the, mm-hmm. of the uh, universal verse.
1: The universal verse.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what I just made up in my head. <laughs> That's great. All right, cool. Shane. So how, well, how does that Shane compare to the, your other movie? Yeah, what was, that's what I
1: was going to say. What's next?
2: Well, the next movie I was going to go for would have been Horror of Dracula with Christopher Lee.
1: Oh, okay. Yep.
2: Um, with that one, I mean, obviously, it's Jonathan Harker begins or begets the ire of Count Dracula after he accepts a job at, the, at his castle under false pretenses. So he forces Dr. Van Helsing to destroy the predatory villain when he targets Harker's loved ones which we all know is a story that's been done multiple times before with varying effects. But um, <clears throat> for this one, I mean, Christopher Lee. Do I really have to explain anything else?
1: Hey.
2: Yeah, you know, it's Christopher <laughs> Lee. So who's the better? Who's the better fucking vampire, Lon Chaney Jr. or Christopher Lee? I think it's a no-brainer. Um, but, I mean, I like this movie. It's, it's cheesy. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautifully filmed for what it is, 1958. Um, and it's got some great scenes in it. And
0: Well, you mean John Carradine, right? What? Because you said Lon Chaney Jr. was Dracula.
2: Lon Ch- yeah, Lon Chaney Jr. was Dracula. I'm pretty sure that's him.
0: But he's a wolfman. Yeah, he's oh. a wolfman. John Carradine's Dracula. Uh,
2: do you know, I don't care. That's how much. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> how much I cared about that movie. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, with I mean with Christopher Lee, his portrayal of Dracula will probably be one of the greatest in cinematic history.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Lee is actually, he's scary in that, yeah. in um, Horror of Dracula, which you can't say about a lot of Dracula movies. But, I mean, kind of one thing to think about, like, oh, is he, I don't know, he's supposed to be charming and whatnot. I don't think Lee is as charming as, like, Lugosi but I think he is definitely terrifying. Yeah. Like, you don't want to come around a corner and find Christopher Lee staring at you at any time, no matter what. That's just going to be bad. Now, what what do you think, Mike? Uh, now, on, on this one, I actually don't remember John Carradine's portrayal. Like, it doesn't ring a bell in my head. I can't really picture it. Are, are you uh, remembering this at all?
0: Yeah, like, I, I think John Carradine played Dracula in a couple different movies. Didn't he did Son of Dracula? Didn't I he? believe somebody else. No, I don't remember. Let's see, real quick. Edit this Got part the out. Son of Dracula here. Son of Dracula. No, Lon Chaney Jr. No, Lon Chaney was he was Count Dracula <laughs> and Son of Dracula. Wow, I don't think I've seen Son of Dracula, but um, yeah, I I. I if you're combining, uh, not combining. If you're uh, comparing Bella Lugosi, Bella Lagosi and, uh, say, uh, wow, I just completely trailed off. I completely forgot what I was gonna say. That's really that's astounding. Okay, so like, <laughs> if you're gonna put like John Carradine in there in between the two, I would say he's more like a Bella Lugosi because he's like more charming than anything. Mm-hmm. He's got that like deep. Um, He's more, um, let's see, what's the word? He's more uh, intimidating than Bela Lugosi. Okay. Bela Lugosi, you want to go over there and just want to party with him, you know? Oh, yeah. And Christopher Lee will fucking, like, drain your blood in an alleyway and just not give a shit. Yeah. So on a scale from those two, you know, I'd say John Carradine's more towards Bela Lugosi. However, if you can talk about scary fucking Dracula's Klaus Kinski in uh, Nosferatu in the 70s, he's up there as, like, the fucking scariest one, in my opinion. That's a super creep Dracula. Yeah, and that movie's fantastic. That's a great movie.
1: Both versions are fantastic. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, awesome. So, I like the uh, I like the Lee-Carradine comparison. Going back to the Universal Horror and up to the Hammer. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, you want me to go next, Mike, or you want to hit it? Doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, My selection started off more of as a joke because I tried to pick the worst thing I could think of to assign (laughs) Shane as we were discussing who was going to do what. So I said Shane was going to do Bigfoot movies and Shane's like, there's not a fucking chance in hell. Yeah, fucking right. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll do Bigfoot movies. I don't care, I love Bigfoot, whatever. So I'm picking the big man himself. The feet. Big Feet, Yeti, whatever you want to call him, Sasquatch. Sam Squamish. Um, Sam Squamish, obviously, is the right term. So I picked two, two films. One is a new film, uh, Hoax, 2019. We actually talked about the trailer a few weeks ago. It's directed by Matt Allen in his first first major directorial debut. It's got uh, Brian Thompson in it. is the only person I recognized, and you'll recognize him as Shao Khan from the second Mortal Kombat movie. Of course, Fright- oh
2: yeah, also in Fright Night too.
1: Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's Shao Khan. Look at him. <laughs> uh, there's some other. There's some other TV stars in there. Uh, Cheryl. Texiera, Texiera, she's in it. Oh, yeah? uh, but the big selling name in the film is Adrienne Barbeau, legendary horror actress, and she's in it for about 30 to 50 seconds of scream time. Like, beginning the movie, she shows up and is like, oh, you should go hunt Bigfoot, and then disappears.
0: Huh. You're like, great. That's what I expect.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Like, she's actually going to be out there in the woods dealing with these nonsense people. Um, basically the plot, uh, some people get killed off in the beginning in a classic partying and having sex in the woods situation by an unknown furry beast. A uh, TV host hears about this and gathers a bunch of crew to go investigate Bigfoot while he's filming one of these, you know, like the, the Bigfoot hunter shows, and um, he, oh, he he hires a bunch of local people, including a monkey veterinarian, <laughs> that's that thing. And um, a guy whose daughter was one of the people killed at the beginning of the movie. So he's going out to try to find his daughter. And everybody's sort of got their own thing going on. There's a marine guy and a couple other people. And then some others that are just part of his camera crew. Uh, after a few attacks and stuff that happens, um, everybody like flips out and they start running. And I, I'm going to spoil the movie because... It, I have to do this in order to talk about these two films. okay? So the crew kind of splits up into into two small groups, right? One of the groups runs off and they see a cabin way out in the woods and they're like, oh, we're gonna we're, we're running away from this bigfoot we'll get sanctuary there. So they make it to the cabin. Turns out this is a group of hillbilly cannibals. That use a giant Bigfoot fur suit to hunt people, oh. so they could eat them. And I'm like, all right, I f- feel like I've seen this before, but that's okay. It's kind of cool. They go through. There's some weird scenes in there. A bunch of nonsense happens. Um, I'm not gonna spoil the very ending, ending of it because it's pretty awesome. But overall, like the movie itself. I think the acting's pretty weak. The middle portion is really bad. Like, it starts off with a bang. You get this, like, you know, whatever. Teens in the Woods. It really reminds me of that Friday the 13th remake where they have, like, that opening shot. And it's exactly what you think one of these movies is going to be. And then the rest of it's, like, lame. And you're like, come on. Get to the cool shit again.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so there's, like, a, a drought in the middle of the film, I think. And then the ending picks up and it's awesome again. So it's, like, the movie's really up and down, hit and miss. Um I, I give it somewhere around a 5 or a 6 out of 10. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. I liked it at, you know, when I finished watching it, I was like, "Oh, okay, I kind of like that because the ending left me feeling like, oh, that was awesome." But that whole the whole twist with the hillbilly cannibals, I'm like, "All right. I see what they were going for, but at the same time, you're like, "Damn, you know, I wanted some fucking Bigfoot action." <laughs> so, that wasn't wasn't the best that I had, and I decided to compare this to another Bigfoot movie that I own, and I picked this movie out from a box set that I have called Bigfoot Terror, that has four films on two DVDs, and um, one of them that I selected was Shriek of the Mutilated, which, by the way, another great name for a death metal. Oh, moment. I was
0: just yeah, because it just reminds me of Tomb of the Mutilated by Cannibal Corpse. <laughs>
1: shriek of the mutilated fucking fantastic name for a movie uh directed by michael findalay uh, who also directed a number of porno and exploitation movies including satan's bed take me naked and virgins in heat <laughs> so you know where we're headed right so now, now right so away now i know
0: what the rest of my 31 days of horror is gonna be
1: <laughs> michael findlay marathon <laughs> Uh, It's a cast of nobodies. Literally, I looked up on IMDb and like nobody's links show anything else other than Shriek of the Mutilated. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Uh, The premise of the movie is that a professor gathers a group of his most promising students, including his favorite one, to go out on uh, an expedition to a remote cabin in the woods to track the mysterious Yeti. And also, while they're there, they're gonna eat some delicious Native American food prepared by a mentally handicapped white man <laughs> dressed in Native American garb, not wearing a shirt. Uh, it opens up at a party, and some nut job that was once on one of the professor's trips, like he freaks out, like loses his shit, I guess, because of the trauma he's seen or whatever, and he finds out that another expedition's happening. And he starts like raving and ranting and he gets up and he gives this like crazy like soliloquy, like a Shakespearean like this is what happens to humanity and blah 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 and the entire time he's swinging around a bottle of vodka and fucking screaming at every screaming at everyone, which is awesome. Then cuts away and goes after the party he shows up back at his uh, apartment with his girlfriend. And they go in, and she's like, wow, you were a real like psychopath at that place. So he's sick of her, obviously. He goes into the kitchen. Pull, he's trying to find liquor. So he's going through the cabinets, finds a bottle of liquor. She slaps it out of his hand, and it breaks in the sink. So he slugs her in the face and then takes a bread knife and cuts her neck. And I'm like, whoa,
0: whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? Where did this come from?
1: Yeah, holy shit. And uh, this whole so you're like okay that happened and the camera pans away shows this psychopath like sitting in the tub, drinking a beer and he's trying to like he's got his, he's fully clothed he's got all his clothes on he's trying to wash him while he's in the tub, drinking a Budweiser, and the girl starts crawling from the ground I guess she's still alive, and she's cr- slowly just crawling crawling towards him the whole time dragging a toaster behind her. <laughs> Perfect. So she, she makes it to the bathroom, plugs it in, and throws the toaster in, and they both die. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the end of that scene. And I'm like, why? What the fuck was this? Oh, I was laughing so hard. So then they get back to what's actually happening in the story. The party goes out. They get to this abandoned, or not abandoned, it's the professor's cabin, and there's another one of the professor's associates there along with the, um, the Haney Cap Indian guy. And, uh, they go out. One of the people gets killed by the Yeti, okay, and it's a fucking big ass Yeti. And it looks like a Sharpe. It's all white. It's got a big puffy head. It's really funny looking. And, um,. So they got this dead body. They're like, oh my God, what do we do? Should we call the cops? And the professor's like, no. Here's what we do. The Yeti wants this human meat. So we're going to use the human meat as bait to lure the Yeti in a bunch of wily e. Coyote-esque traps. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's, it's, completely, it's completely played seriously. The whole time, too, they're also eating this delicious stew that the Native American guy makes. And they're like, oh, I don't really like this. It tastes bad. And they're like, oh, it's an acquired taste. It's very rare meat to get. And you're like, okay, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what what is this movie? Surprise, surprise, it turns out it's not a real Bigfoot. It's the professor and his buddies killing people so they could eat them because they're cannibals. I picked two fake Bigfoot cannibal movies <laughs> Still a horror comparison. <laughs> Completely on accident.
0: That's no problem. I was
1: like, I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't <laughs> believe. Not only, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch two Bigfoot movies. Didn't see, you know, no Bigfoots. Then I'm like, oh, they're cannibal. <laughs> it turns out they're both cannibal movies. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. A real
1: one-two on those. Did you ever, um, uh, the-
0: did you watch, you probably didn't. It's a horror short. It's only thirty minutes. It's on YouTube. It's called Eagle Walk, and it's yeah. a uh, Bigfoot attacking a summer camp movie. Sounds good. So you should probably go watch that. It's like in the beginning, right. like it's like ten years prior. This is real quick, and like they find like an old uh, Indian uh, uh, totem pole thing, mm-hmm. and I guess this one kid cuts it down. But when he cuts it down, that. Releases the spirit of a Bigfoot that the Indians put into the earth. Come on. So you should, yeah, if you're on a Bigfoot uh, spree, still, you should check that out. All
1: right, I have been trying to watch other ones. There was another Bigfoot movie on that set. I'll just briefly mention that was um, uh, it was called Search for Bigfoot from the 1990s. Mm -hmm. So I put it on, and it's shot on video, which I'm like, okay. Let's see how much of this I could tolerate before I shut it off. Turns out about twenty five minutes is all I could tolerate. <laughs> because it was so fucking bad. Uh couldn't see anything. Like it was all just fuzzy and black and nothing was in focus. I hated it. So that's when I went over to Shriek of the Mutilated instead of that other Bigfoot movie. But maybe it had Bigfoot in it, I don't know. I never made it as far to see Bigfoot. Have you uh, watched yeah. Night of the Demon? Of course. Oh, Okay. Absolutely. Fantastic. That's so. I didn't want to go with like my favorite, you know, the best Bigfoot oh, movie, right. and then and then be like, oh, what do I compare it to? Because then you're just going to be left disappointed. Right. Um. Although I will say, Abominable is yeah, that's pretty a good close. One.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe I'll do that next time. I'll get some actual Bigfoot killers. Oh, well, going.
2: You could have chosen Sasquatch. Um, what was it? Attack of the Sasqu- Sasquatch.
1: Attack of the Sasquatch.
2: Oh, Assault of the Sasquatch.
1: Oh, my cousin's movie. Yeah. (laughs) Sasquatch Assault. Yeah. He wrote a movie that is um, part Assault on Precinct 13 and part Killer Sasquatch movie. (laughs) It's pretty good. There is a character in that named Ryan, who I won't tell you who it's named after. Oh, wow, really? (laughs) I think, anyway. I'd have to go back and... Re- I, I don't know. I watched it once. <laughs> it's as good as it sounds. <laughs> uh, Alright, Mike. Let's. See, what What is your comparison for the Monster Mash here?
0: So, I decided to uh, do Child's Play because I have been putting off the new one for so long. Because as soon as I saw the shitty cast in the trailer, I told myself I wasn't going to watch it. So, what better reason to watch it than comparing horror icons and and such so um if you haven't seen the original child's play it's about a doll that gets uh possessed into i would say by brad dorif um it takes place in chicago and on the chicago streets which i think is right above the train that i take every day to work um oh, cool chris sarandon is chasing brad dorif in the street and uh, he called. I guess he's the strangler. He's been like strangling people. So Chris Ranon's a cop and he's chasing Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf goes into a toy store after getting shot, realizes he's dying, and he puts his spirit into a good guy doll, which is the infamous Chucky that we see all over the place. So yada yada yada, Chucky's tries to kill everybody. Um, in this version, there's a very big voodoo aspect. That they kind of just kind of glance over. Um, I guess Brad Dwarf, before he was the Strangler, he was uh, researching uh, various voodoo techniques and such. Um, so yeah, they uh, in this movie he's he goes into a doll like through his spirit, and he essentially wants to. Uh, I guess I think he would just wanted to be temporary into this doll, and then towards the end of the movie, he realizes that he's slowly turning human, and he doesn't want to be in the doll forever. So that's like his big shtick. Um, otherwise, you know, Child's Play is, in my opinion, a classic. Chucky became a horror icon for obvious reasons. They use, you know, in many scenes, they use uh, stop motion. They use an actual doll. It's the voice acting by Brad Dorf is fucking phenomenal. The acting in this, even by the little kid is great. The mom is fantastic. And of course Chris Sarandon's awesome in pretty much everything he's in. Um, if you haven't seen Child's Play you should go out and do so. It's, you know, it was made in the year I was born and it was filmed in Chicago so that's like two things that you should definitely go out and wow and check. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to say... what's a- what? What's a better Chicago movie, Child's
1: Play or Candyman? Uh, Child's Play. I don't. I'm Ooh. not a huge fan
0: of Candyman. But
1: I gotta watch. It oh, really? Yeah. yeah, me either. Actually. Huh. I love Candyman.
0: Not I I. I don't know. Maybe it's just dated for me because the, the projects that they they show in the movie have been like long torn down and. Yeah. I guess I w- I didn't grow up, really grow up with that so. But yeah, that's that's Child's Play. Everyone kind of knows it. Uh, you know Chucky, you know everything, so why not remake it you know and so the 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 trailer for the new child's play uh, portrayed him as like a an evil robot and it i guess they were trying to update it for the new generation um but i without comparing chucky itself i'm going to compare the movies as well so in the original child's play you had this you know mom looking woman i'm going to say she's like probably middle aged i don't know how she was uh in real life how old she was but you know and a very like little kid like it's it's understandable that this woman gives her son a good guy doll in the new movie it's not a good guy doll anymore it's a buddy doll and aubrey plaza is it...
1: Wait a second they changed it to a buddy doll
0: yeah come on yeah Is that even called good guy? No, it's not good guy at all. It's buddy. B-U-D-D-I. Oh, my God. Yeah. So in this movie, it has Aubrey Plaza giving her, like, teenage son a buddy doll, which he even makes a comment in the movie going, this is for little kids. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, but she the problem is, is Aubrey Plaza plays her Parks and Rec character through this. So she, no. she, like, comes across as, like, this uh, disgruntled teenager. But she's you're supposed to believe that she's a mother to, like, a, a like a 12- or 13-year-old kid. I, he might even be in high school. I don't fucking know. But, like, it just doesn't... They also take a pot shot at that, too. Like, one of the characters was like, you have a kid? And she's like, yeah, I had a very uh, spontaneous uh, sweet 16. And it's like, you know, if you just casted this better, you wouldn't have to... Say stupid shit like that, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that already had a couple knocks going against it because why would she even give this like teenage kid a doll? But in this film, the doll is more than just a kid's toy. Even though throughout the movie they advertise it as a kid's toy, and uh, but apparently it can control your whole house. So there's this company in here called Kaplan, and uh the buddy doll can connect to any Kaplan products you have, even going as far as calling a Kaplan car to come pick you up and drop you off places. So it's supposed to connect to your like your Kaplan products through Wi Fi at home, but they're like advertising it as a kid's toy, which doesn't make any sense to me because I guess any kid can call for a fucking Uber and just go wherever they want. <laughs> um, they really try to update this and it just did not work um but if we're gonna com- uh, compare the chucky's i gotta say mark hamill does a really great job um really i'm gonna go as in, as far to say that chucky in this film is the only likable character and oh, okay i stand by that because the mom as i said aubrey plaza just kind of just doesn't look like she gives a shit and as a mom does not work. The kid is a little brat. He, all he does is bitch and complain all day. Uh, the two like comic relief characters, one of them is named Pug. And he's supposed to be like some kid that the, uh, the main kid meets. And he goes up to Aubrey Plaza and goes, man, your sister's hot. And he's like, well, it's my mom. And he's like, oh, that's even better. And it's like it's just obnoxious and not funny at all. So the only character in this movie that isn't shitty is Chucky. Because I guess I'm going to kind of spoil this if, if I eh. you haven't. And I, I don't think either of you guys really give a shit, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> spoil away, Mike. I've been
1: spoiling all day. So Chucky is like... I spoiled Doom. It came out two <laughs> days ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some... Uh, um, uh, what am I saying? Some uh, explanation of why Chucky gets this way. In the very beginning, I guess they're made in like Vietnam or some like third world, third world country or some shit. And this worker is getting berated by his boss. And he's like, fuck you, you know, I'll, I'll put you on the street where I got you from and stuff. And the guy's like, all right. And he programs in um, tanking away certain uh, uh, code for Chucky, how he shouldn't do this and he shouldn't do that. So he kind of makes him. He takes away all of the like the sympathy and the the stuff that makes him a buddy doll, so I guess he found a computer programmer on the street. I don't know. So then he kills himself, and then the movie fast forward Sauber Plaza getting the doll and such. Um, so Chucky is like slowly trying to learn how to be a, a best friend to Andy, and he sees the cat scratch Andy. And the kid and Andy was like, oh, you stupid cat. And like the next scene, he fucking kills the cat. And the whole time he's trying to get closer to Andy and do whatever he can to be his best friend. And you feel bad for Chucky in a lot of scenes like he, the kid uh, gets upset with Chucky and he throws him in the closet. And like Chucky is like holding a knife in there. He's like, I, he's like, why did you do that? He's like, I don't like the closet. And he's just scared. Like he fucking Mark Hamill makes Chucky like this, this <laughs> character that you feel bad for. You're telling me you sympathize with Chucky. Yes, I'm, t- I'm telling you, you wouldn't <laughs> think so, but you totally do. Wow. And uh, Chucky decides to start killing people because they're getting too close to Andy. Like Aubrey Plaza, as shitty as a character she is, like her son's coming home from school as he does every single day. And she's like making out with some douchebag in the kitchen. And the kid runs away, and Aubrey's like, oh, I wonder what's wrong with him. It's like, dude, honestly. So the, you know, Chucky goes to the guy's house, and he murders him and shit. Like, those scenes are kind of cool, but, you know, it's it's just, like, not as effective as it was in the first Child's Play. So you have an updated film that's trying to be, I guess, hip or, like, uh, topical with, like, the whole Wi-Fi thing. And it just, it really does not work. There was a a couple good parts near the end where they're in a toy store for the Buddy 2 and, like, Chucky hacks into all of the other Chucky's or the Buddy dolls. And it's, like, all these Buddy dolls are, like, trying to kill all these people that are at, like, a midnight release for the Buddy 2. And it's just, like, a slaughter fest. Like, all these other Buddy dolls are coming to life in their boxes and such. But, um... As I said, Mark Hamill does a really good job in this. I, I'm gonna say he's the only good part of this, and his voice work is just fantastic. It's not as good as Dorf's because that's like untouchable. I think of Dorf as Chucky no matter what, but oh, right. um, and the I would say, and this is funny to say, but like the best part of Hamill's voice work for Chucky is in the credits scene when the credits are rolling, and it's not really a scene, but mark hamill sings the buddy theme song and he sings it all high-pitched like you know chucky's like trying to be your friend till the end you know and then it like pauses and then he comes back a few minutes later and he sings it like more sinister and he he sounds exactly like the joker in batman and it's god damn i swear to god like skip this whole movie and just youtube that song because it is phenomenal like the first, like I said, the first half, he's all like high pitched and not high pitched, but like, uh, he's like all happy and he wants to be your friend. And then the second part, he gets it like deeper and deeper and it's just like totally inner Joker. And it's just, oh my God. Shut up. Oh, you might. <laughs> yeah, you heard him, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the comparison. And, you know, I, I just, I don't think this worked. I, uh, I wouldn't say it's the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's super predictable. There's some good gore here and there, but it's overall it's like it's got way too many like plot holes. Like they're trying way too hard to to appeal to this generation than anything, and that's not how you should you know base a horror movie off of.
1: I mean, if this wasn't Chucky, if this was you know, some other movie. Like, like if they called it something else and it wasn't, like, a doll, if it was, like, whatever. Like, an Alexa? Yeah. Or something like that. Or, or, like, maybe even, like, a teddy bear. Like, something that doesn't look like a Chucky doll. And they called it something else, like Buddy. Like, how would you think about it then? Would you think, oh, this is pretty good? Like, the
0: movie itself is not really well made. Uh, okay. As I said, like, the the characters are super unlikable. The, the cast is garbage. Um... Like I said, there is some good effects here and there, but not enough to. If, if it wasn't Chucky or Child's Play, I would just be comparing it to that. I don't know; it's right. hard to say, but it's. I just it would be a super mediocre movie. I don't think I would change the score in any way. I would like give this like a solid five out of ten. And the first one, it, I'd makes, give, you, like, an it eight. makes you wonder why
1: they went that direction. Like instead of just doing the doll that's possessed by a killer and stabs people like why go this whole techno route?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I said, they, they made it so you could connect to your wifi through other Kaplan products. And they shows a kid on his phone, like one of the kid's friends, like pulling up the buddy software and it's like, order a car. It's like, why? It just doesn't make sense. It's just kind of stupid. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, I, I, when this came out, I'd heard mixed things about the movie, but, I mean, the reason I asked that thing about if it was a completely different property uh, was because one guy said, you know, if it wasn't Child's Play, I think I would have actually liked it, like, had a good time with it, but because, like, the entire time I'm thinking of, you know, a little doll running around with a fucking knife stabbing people in the ankles. Yeah. You know, like, oh, <laughs> shit, I wish it was that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, in the original Child's Play, I think it's underrated. I know everyone knows it, but I feel like it doesn't get enough um, enough kudos for being, like, a crazy little creepy movie in the 80s. Oh, yeah,
0: and it, it definitely has those creepy moments, because, like, the... I don't know what they used. I don't know if either of you guys could, like, tell me, but, like, when... Uh, I think her name's Christina Hicks. Catherine Hicks, when I mean, she's, like, carrying Chucky in the original, and, like, he just, like, changes his face to, like, Brad Dorff. He's like, you a filthy slut, you know? <laughs> he, uh, it's just so cool how they do it. It just lo- it looks like a doll, you know what yeah. I mean? And then this one, of course, it's, it's CGI in a lot of parts, but I did like that they actually use like, a doll in this. It's pretty neat. But it's you know the CGI just ruins it and it's just the the original is yeah it doesn't get talked about a lot it does but it no, doesn't yeah. it's fun i i think the original is far and above
1: all the other movies yeah. in the child play series um i think it's i just a great movie in general it, that's one of the ones that i like to revisit every few years yeah. and just be like oh yeah there we
0: go. Yeah, I'll go through the Chucky movies uh, once every couple of years myself, and I I have it on DVD, so I was like, I'm gonna watch this. And Val watched. I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen. Um, Cult. The newest Asuk one. Curse.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see Cult either. Do you think there's gonna be? Because I believe the director still owns the rights to like make some of these. Do you think he's gonna make like? You know how in the uh, in the 90s when the US made that Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick that was terrible. Right. And then and then like Japan made Godzilla Final Wars where they had Godzilla picking up that shitty version of Godzilla and like blasting <laughs> like killing him yeah. in like 2 seconds. I think to do the same
0: thing with this new Chucky I doll. Thought Don Mancini's doing the show still, right? I don't I, know. There's a show I, coming out, I believe. Either by Tom Holland or Don Mancini, and they're going to do... And Brad Dorif said he'll he'll always do the voice. He'll, yeah, why not? But, like, I, as a direct sequel to this, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but imagine a Brad
1: Dorif picking up one of these Mark Hamill Chucky dolls and going, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then,
0: like, ripping the head off of the Oh, that would be away. great. They had, like, so many opportunities to, like, do something like that, and I wish they did. Just to poke fun at itself. I didn't. Yeah. I don't want to say this movie took itself seriously because it didn't, but it needed something else to kind of boost it up.
1: Mhm.
0: Mhm. Sweet.
1: All right. Cool. I think that's a pretty good version of the monster mash.
0: What do you think, fellas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, before I we go, I do kind of want to talk about Joker real fast.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
0: well, I... you should have talked about that, Mike,
1: during your. What, what's going on with you, I segment. know, and I forgot. Now that you fucked this it's, whole thing I, up. I only
0: remembered it because I talked about Hamill being Joker, and I was like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. One <laughs> of the best movies I've seen in the entire year, I completely forgot about. All right, let's
1: hear about Joker. So Mike.
0: this also kind of goes with, you know, uh, like Halloween and, like, scariness. It's not a horror movie by any sorts, but I uh, I saw uh, Joker. Was it yesterday? What What is today? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. And, uh... I got to say, Joker is probably like one of the best movies I've seen all year. Um, wow. It's probably one of my favorite quote-unquote Batman movies as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And Joaquin Phoenix is probably my favorite Joker ever now. Uh, really? It's, you know, I don't know. Because I, I didn't see too many trailers. I just saw the one. And I don't know really how it portrays itself in the trailer. But this movie is an art film. It's two hours long, and it's slow as fuck besides the third act. And all three are done immaculately, if that's even a word. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, I don't believe in the Oscars, but he should win every fucking award there is. Um, The length, like I said, is long, but you're constantly wanting to know more about the story. And um, the climax itself, like near the end of the film, is worthwhile completely they use practical effects the performance itself by joaquin phoenix is terrifying he lost like 50 pounds for this role and he is just like a skeleton of a man and it looks Mm. fantastic everything about this movie is done respectfully and i'm not a huge fan of the batman like comics i'm not saying i'm not a fan but like i haven't really read them yeah, you're, um, you're not a comic guy. No, but I grew up, and I was obsessed with Batman the Animated Series when I was a kid. I love that show. I have the whole collection on Blu-ray. I, 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 That's probably one of my favorite animated shows of all time. And all right, wait a second. First of all, that's on Blu-ray? Yeah, and they actually just did Batman Beyond as well. Whole... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have to upgrade my collection. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I got them all on DVD. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's one giant collection. Um, But, yeah, like... uh. Oh, uh, what was I saying? But yeah, like... Uh, Joker's good. Yeah, like the the animated series I grew up with, and of course I grew up with those other Batman films. You know, the Michael Keaton ones are, like, some of my favorite superhero movies of all time, and then it goes from there. <laughs> but... Uh, we know what happens. Yeah, like Dark Knight, and you know, Dark Knight Rises, and Batman Begins, and all the Christopher Nolan movies are great. They're fantastic in their own way because they're kind of like a darker version of what we were used to you know like uh cinema wise but this is like hands down the darkest grittiest superhero movie i have ever seen and todd phillips he directed the hangover and like all those goofy like comedies and i guess he made a a deal with warner brothers like this this isn't gonna spawn any sequels this isn't gonna like uh you're not gonna see joaquin phoenix the joker and and and, like the robert pattison uh batman movies coming out like this is a completely standalone film and it gives you everything you like man it's hard to explain because i'm still like hyping over it but like it gives everything you wanted to know about joker without revealing pretty much anything that is too much like in the trailer, like you kind of see that they give him a name and, and stuff. And that kind of bothered me because you're not supposed to know, you know, like Joker's path. Like he's just some fucking yeah, right. unpredictable. Yeah, it's the whole idea of the Joker. So yeah. No one knows. But when you watch it, you'll understand and you'll just appreciate how well this was done. I just, I can't put into words how great this movie is. And I'm, I'm so happy that I watched, I'm so happy it even got made because like, even talking about it right now is giving me goosebumps and I, I, I get lame like that. Yeah. But it's just like, everything about this was done with like almost perfection. And like, I would probably give this like a close to a 10 as possible. Holy shit. Yeah. So like, please just like drop what you're doing and like, go watch this. There's probably some like super diehard Batman fans out there that aren't are going to pick it apart and be like, oh, no, this isn't right. This is right. But the like iteration of this Joker is just done flawlessly. And yeah. I heard a when the movie ended, I heard a guy walking out, he's like, worst movie ever. And it's like I don't know what he was expecting. What the fuck? Yeah, like yeah. like I said, it's an art film, it's long, it's gonna be not for everybody. I understand that. But I've heard I've heard
1: mixed reactions. Like this weekend I went to a wedding and one of my one of my friends. Who, you know, I feel like he's got pretty good taste in movies. He was like, yeah, it's the best superhero movie I've ever seen, even though it's not a superhero movie. And I'm like, oh, I know what you mean. Like, it's named after a comic book, whatever. Yeah. Man. But he's like, you got to see it. So, yeah, I I, I kind of understand what they're going for looking at the trailers and all that. Um, I'm going to check it out. I just need to find, like, you know what? I think I got time on Friday. About I'll try to squeeze it in on Friday.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's really worth it. You know, and uh, this was a perfect, like, Halloween movie because uh, it takes place... I know some parts were filmed in Chicago, but obviously, like, Gotham City always had, like, this, like, fall weather-type feeling, to me, at least. You know, it's always, like, cold, or everyone's, like, wearing, like, trench coats. Always, you know what think, I mean?
1: Like, I think the Burton movies, I think Winter. I think, like, Batman Returns. Yeah,
0: you know, and it's... For for me, it just I don't know. Batman gives off that probably because you know I grew up with the Keaton version, and it's like that's what I associate Batman with. And like this is this too, you know. It's just it's just a fucking overall great movie. So definitely go see it. I I, I have I'm guilty of hyping up movies when I watch them, but like I feel like this isn't gonna like trail off for me. It's like if you you care about IMDb rank, it's got a nine. 9- out of 10 on imdb and it's like number nine on imdb's top 250 already and i don't see that dropping any so yeah go go see it and appreciate it and review it for yourself and think for yourself cool what do you think about this shane i haven't seen it yet
1: i'm going to see it on thursday good Uh, nice so uh
2: I'll reserve my judgment until then. I've not really. I've seen one trailer. I've not even bought into the hype. Kind of getting pissed off for seeing all the, everybody saying, "Oh, this is the best movie ever." Um, but I'll make my
1: <laughs> shades already like fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll make my I'll make my judgment on Thursday when I see it. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing it. Um, it's just something I guess I'll discuss on. Facebook or whatever. Um, yeah. When I get to see, when I see it Thursday, because I think I'm going in the afternoon with a couple of friends. So. Um,
0: yeah, just just like realize it's not like I don't know how the trailers portrayed it, but like it's not action packed at all. Yeah. It's it's a very oh, it's no. a very character obviously a character driven film, and oh man, Joaquin Phoenix is so fucking good in that.
2: But I think Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor anyway. Oh so, yeah, he' brilliant man you know, he's yeah he's good he's done a hell of a lot of work and um, that is highly praised so I think um, I'm looking forward to seeing his portrayal and I understand the movie delves quite a lot into mental health. Oh yeah so that's something I can I, I'm kind of looking forward to because um, obviously it probably give me a little bit of insight into how they perceive mental health on the big screen.
0: You know, does at
1: any point in the movie does the Joker ever shit himself on a company toilet and then ruin the the whole inside of the toilet? Oh yeah, totally.
0: What? What are you talking about? (laughs) I was talking about you. Oh, well, like (laughs) no, that that was left out unfortunately. But I was gonna, I was gonna (laughs) say uh, the cutting room uh, floor. Like as I, I do have really bad anxiety and I have depression pretty bad. So seeing this was they did it like they didn't do it too much over the top. Like, oh, my God, you should feel terrible for people with these mental illnesses, you know. And and they didn't tread too lightly either. They did it like perfectly and they show people reacting to him in, in a decent way as well. But the other thing that I really like, too, and this will be the last thing I say about it, is that this film isn't filled with like Batman nods like. Good, you know what I mean.
1: Like, uh <laughs> as someone who loves an inside nerd thing, yeah. Like, if you're really gonna make like an artsy movie, like, just fucking make it about the story exactly. and all that other stuff. Like, leave out the the bullshit. I don't need to see there.
0: There's Dick Grayson walking by us, folks. Yeah, if this is he's carrying a Robin. <laughs> exactly, and that's what. Ex- oh man, thank you for hitting hitting the nail on the head because I didn't know how to explain it. But like that's exactly what I was waiting for before even going in this. I'm like, they're probably going to be like, the Joker is going to be looking through costumes. You know, I'm like, I don't want that one, you know, and it's going to be like the fucking Nick yeah, right. or something, <laughs> but they don't do any of it. It's like a straight up prequel to Batman. And it's fucking fantastic. Cool. Awesome! Well, wow. you sold
1: me, Mike. I think that's maybe the only <laughs> movie that you've gushed so hard about. On this. I did,
0: man. Like I'm so glad I watched it, and
1: I'm I want to see it again for sure. Can I tell you? I got a text message from my buddy Miles, who listened to the, the last episode we recorded, and he said his favorite part was at one point you were like, you were talking about some movie you hated, and you were like, "Man, no, no, no! I know what it was. It was on Friday the 13th." Uh, part three, and you're like, That guy's Shelly. I fucking hate him. He's so annoying. He's fat. He's stupid.
0: He reminds me of me. <laughs> <And> like... <laughs> he does, man. Tries so hard, and no one laughs at anything he says. <laughs>
1: oh. So we got a good response from That's that. That's good. Congratulations. And it's nice to hear you gush about something now, because, like, usually, you know. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, man. I'm, if it's... I'm hard on,
1: on movies, you know. it's Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta be.
0: Can't take it easy on them. Don't see Doom. I'm gonna see Doom. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I appreciate, like, filmmaking and... And stuff like that. Like, I love the details. I love the yeah. the little nods, you know, the directors put in here, there, in the camera work. I just, like, gush there, over. There but then is, I watch horror it, movies that have, like, none of that. It's, like, the worst shit possible. Yeah. I'm like, yeah! Well, if you if you watch Doom
1: Annihilation, there's a lot of Doom references in it. I mean, I made that stupid, whatever what the guy said about Ultra Nightmare. But there's, there's other stuff in there that you're like, okay, that's from Doom. And this, is, this character's name is from Doom. And I get who this is and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right. But at the same time, you're like, it's a really bad movie. <laughs> but you know as well as I do, I'm a firm believer and you need to watch bad movies, folks. Yeah. You can't go out there and tell me what's a good movie if you don't know what a bad movie is. And I'm going to get that right now, tattooed I'm on my back. Right now, pointing my finger at the screen. I can hear you pointing. Oh, I'm pointing, baby. <laughs> go watch those bad movies. It's October. Have a good time. Yeah. Right. All right, fellas, let's wrap this up here. What do you say? All right. I gotta take a leak, and I'm hungry.
0: <laughs> I had two Slim Jims when I got home from work. That's as much as I could fit in before this episode. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> Did you buy them from like a? I have a box. Or were they just eat your house? I have a, box. You have a whole
0: box. I have a box. Jeez. Two. Each one is one carb. So, I I've lost 54 pounds since July. Holy shit, 54 since July. Yeah, really, July. Oh my god. Yeah, my tits are getting small.
1: <laughs> Shane, that's like 70 stone. <laughs> whatever it is, like
0: kilograms <laughs> or whatever the fuck they weigh over there. <laughs> how many stones is that, Shane? <laughs> that's I forget the stones. Stones, that's how you measure things over there, right?
2: Yeah, that's almost four stones. It's four stones? Almost four stones. Two pounds off for of four stones.
0: Four well, how, much is, wow. how much is a stone?
2: Fourteen pounds.
0: Fourteen. Twenty-eight. Okay, I don't know how to add any more. All right, those. it works out. Okay, yeah. Divide by pie. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a pie. Oh, see, I keep myself under 15 carbs per day. So that's the secret. Wow. It's I'm on keto, if you look up keto. I
1: ate half a bag <laughs> of tortillas today. <laughs>
0: Man, I missed that. Oh, riddle me this, though. Like, last weekend, I, because I, I have one cheat day per month. And I yeah. and I find that I lose more weight after my cheat day. Like, I was plateauing. at two, That always happens, right? I was plateauing at 242.2 for two weeks. And I was waiting for myself to plateau. And then I was going to go back to the gym and really, like, knock it out, you know? And uh, then I ate. I, even though I had a shitty weekend last weekend, Val and I still maxed. You know, I had Pop-Tarts, I had Watermelon Sour Patch Kids, I had cookies, I had all kinds of crap. I had cookies Holy for breakfast, shit. I had cookies for dinner, I had pizza, I had all kinds of just stupid shit. I lost six pounds since then. I'm down to 236, and I don't know what wow. the going on with me. Maybe I have cancer. Impressive. <laughs> if not a disease,
1: Mike, it's impressive. Oh man, I like the pause after cancer. If anyone has a diet. Doctor... <laughs> Yeah, I thought I'd just leave it there. Hang for a second. If there's a doctor in the audience and you think Mike might have cancer, let him know. Yeah,
0: based off of what I just said,
1: please let me know if you I get have we got a cancer. very high listen rate of doctors, <laughs> I feel like. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, God damn it! All right, guys, let's get out of here. I'm <laughs> fucking dying. All right, folks, uh, if you're still listening to us... Which why wouldn't you be? Nah, they tuned out long ago. <laughs> you can catch us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail dot com. The Facebook group. All you need is blood Instagram account. All you need is blood podcasts. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tutelo. On Facebook, um, you can find me on Instagram. All you need Ryan. And uh, if you really want to join in on the the month's festivities. Uh, Going through the 31 Days of Horror, check out the um, UpcomingHorrorMovies.com message board. There's a Halloween horror thing going on, and Fright always gives out awards, and they don't mean anything. They're completely bragging rights. Yes, complete bragging rights. The only award
0: is your own pat on your back.
1: That's right. Your accomplishment for watching so many movies.
0: Which you will not beat Necromancer,
1: by the way. No, no, literally, the guy's watching eight movies a day. Yeah, he's. He can't I think it. he's
0: up to thirty movies already, so he's hit his quota for the month. He's
1: already at thirty-one. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I'm gonna watch two at a time. I'm gonna put like. But it's it's understandable. I think, and I don't want to. This isn't. I'm not trying to take a knock at anybody, but he is in like his mid sixties. I don't know if he's retired or not, so it's kind of more understandable. Because that's what I plan on doing when 30 years Listen, good for him, now. man,
1: because that's, I'll tell you, that's my retirement plan. That sounds fucking awesome. Gaining all my weight back
0: and watching movies, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, what, are you
1: going to live forever?
0: No. <laughs> I don't even want to hit
1: 40, to be honest with you. <laughs> Better get those movies in, Mike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and once you get over 40, it's not that much fun.
0: Hey, you sound like you have fun, though, still. He was just out all week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hermit, you know I, I I love to stay in and just like Take a wank and go to bed That's Take a wang. wank
1: Alright, <laughs> 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 uh, we were supposed to be going through our contact information I think I'm going to go home and hit athletes. the sack
0: And then I'm going to go to
2: bed Contact right. Pornhub.com porn That dot <laughs>
0: It's an organization address
1: <laughs> so uh, I'm all right, Shane. How do we get a hold of you? Because uh, obviously Mike's out of his mind.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You can find me on the Facebook "All You Need Is Blood" podcast group. You can find me on Twitter at Dead Cell Society. You can also find me on Instagram at
1: RoboGinge seventy four. Awesome, Mike. Do you, have you gotten your senses back?
0: No. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm on. I do the Instagram account, which I, <laughs> you ladies out there, I just put up a selfie on our Instagram account of me recording this episode. I, oh, I saw, I saw episode a, selfie. I saw Shane like that. He was looking at it a little bit, you know. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I do the the Instagram account. I've been filling it with movies I've been watching because I don't know what else to post, and it's good for publicity. <laughs> for the uh for the podcast and uh i'm on the forum so we're doing the 31 days of horror on there you should go check it out it's kind of fun everyone kind of gets in and you kind of it's kind of cool to what other people are watching and you know they give like little reviews and such and ratings it's pretty neat and uh yeah i'm on the uh, facebook group as well so check those out
1: yeah i also wanted to say we got tagged earlier in the week by the um friends of of uh, the show terror in Podnito, they do an awesome podcast and they tagged us and like a bunch of other podcasts I guess it was some like whatever international podcast Day. something we don't participate in obviously <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, you all know, they tagged us and we got a, I I got like probably like another five or six followers on uh, Facebook and Instagram from that so I wanted oh, to sweet. thank those guys yeah they're they're fucking awesome. I wish Go I was listen more, to their show too I
0: wish I was more into the podcast, like, culture in a way. You know, I feel like I just do this as, like, a very light hobby, and I'm not as, yeah, like... Yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm not as, like, into it as other people, which is fine, you know, like, that's your hobby, that's your hobby, but, like, I just wish I was, because I'd be doing more shout-outs and such, and I don't feel like I do enough. I don't listen to podcasts at all.
1: <laughs> uh, I li- Here's the stupid part. I listen to podcasts. I don't listen to any horror podcasts. <laughs> no offense to anybody. I mean, I have listened to some of them, but it's, like, Listen. When you listen to a podcast, you get their thoughts
0: in your head. I don't want their thoughts in my head. Yeah. See, that's bad. I, I'm a. I'm a. I'm guilty of that. I don't like watch. I like. I'm not even subscribed to the horror subreddit. I don't like hearing anybody else's opinion on movies besides my own. And that's. Hey, very have selfish. you
1: ever heard of this movie called Fright Night? That's the horror subreddit. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm, like, starving and... Um, Butter's upset. Gotta pee. Butter's pissed off.
0: She's out of her mind. She's already left. I haven't she heard of uh, Shane's cat, though. Ziggy.
2: That's because he went in the bedroom, and not because I repeatedly told him to shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> he got all mad at you. He's walking away. <laughs> yeah, he's probably shitting on my bed right now. Oh,
1: okay. He's probably shitting on my bed. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, Phil, all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me. Thanks for everybody for listening uh, up until this point. I can't believe you still are. If you made it this far, man. Jesus.
0: Seriously, you're like our number one fan.
1: <laughs> let us know if you've made it this far. Just send us a text or send us a uh, whatever, an IM or something that says, I made it this far. If you
0: made it this far, let me know, and I'll give you a shout out in the Instagram post. And I expect this to be zero to one people. Yes.
2: You're yes. going to be singing a different tune when you get about 1,500 messages, Mike.
0: That's fine. I made him. I I made him all listen to the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> of- it's
1: gonna be. It's gonna be Shane's 1,500 <laughs> accounts that he has. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 <Whatever>. <laughs> all
0: right,
1: guys. I'll catch you later. All right. Bye. Holy shit
0: that was a good one. Yeah. That fun. was some that was some of the best nonsense I've heard in forever. And it didn't have that many farts and burps. It didn't. I'm no. impressed. I Actually, wanna yes. say I think at one point I burped, Shane farted, and then Ryan burped all within like three seconds. But if you don't mention it, nobody it's it's just cool. It's just part of the show. It's yeah. integrated. <laughs> That's
1: what they expect from us,
0: you know. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta give it to them, you know. <laughs>
2: Oh well fuck yeah. Uh, We're more known for our fucking bodily expulsions than we are talking about movies.
0: Do you think anybody with like a a fetish for like burps and farts listens to us? And they just like whack off the whole time.